What's up, everyone? It is podcasting with Patrice, purposely positioned. Uh, it has been a minute since I have come on the air to share a few thoughts, to bring a few a few friends along, but today you have just me, Patrice, and um. You know, a lot has been going on the last several weeks, months that has prevented me from being able to come to you regularly. Well, one of the thoughts that I've been having or pondering, I should say, is this thought about bringing your whole authentic self. When we think about bringing our whole authentic self, Wow, it's like, can I really do that? Uh, is that acceptable in most places? And the real answer is probably no, but there certainly should be some safe places where you can bring your authentic real self. Yesterday, uh, while attending church with the Potter's House of Dallas, Bishop uh, T.D. Jakes, who I find just to be just an incredible faith leader and one that I have chosen to follow in my own spiritual life, he raised a point during his uh, sermon yesterday. and. The topic yesterday was timing is everything, which I believe is critical, even in how things play out with when and where and how we bring our authentic selves to certain spaces. But particularly one of the things that I've been pondering on that he said was, a lot of us say we're keeping it 100. And the reality is, as Bishop said, we're keeping it about 90. So there's that 10% of you that really can't bring your whole authentic self. Because if you truly did, you'd A, probably uh, lose a job, miss out on something critical or dismantle a key relationship. We, we have that room, that error margin for judgment, and we don't want people to see us a certain way. And so the question is asked, do you really keep it 100? And when I asked that question to myself, I had to say, no. Most of the time, I am keeping it 90. Pretty true to my authentic self, but can't 100% be my authentic self in certain spaces. But then as I thought about it more, what are those spaces where we should feel as close to that 100 as we possibly can? And when we think about that, 
it should be our safe places. The, the people we love most, the people that we truly value their opinions, um, be it um, special relationship um, between a husband and wife, a significant other, with your parents, with your siblings, with your close friends. One would argue that those should be safe places where we can bring our full authentic selves and keep it 100. And so if you're finding yourself in a situation where in those safe places that you can't keep it 100 or as close to 100 as possible, because I do believe there's always a margin, even if a small percentage where we don't keep it a hundred, just out of fear of judgment. But we all have to know that we're valuable and our opinions matter. And what others think about us is neither here nor there. But being true to who we are is freeing, it's revitalizing, it allows us to clear our minds, to be able to quite frankly go and coexist with other people uh, who don't look like us, who don't think like us, and who don't value us as much. Think about it. Bringing our whole authentic selves is something that we should all desire to have in our safe places. So being intentional about who we choose to spend our time with, who we value, who we put value in, we need to consider. Authenticity is something we should all strive for. And we shouldn't just strive to be our authentic selves when society tells us to. So for example, I recall always thinking that Black Lives Matter, dating back to when we had the instance with Trayvon Martin, and I remember specifically going to some rallies and doing some walks, and many of my peers not feeling comfortable enough to say outright that Black Lives Matter because that wasn't a tagline, it, it wasn't really on trend at that time. But for me, I knew that Black life mattered and it didn't matter what other people thought because that was my experience as a Black person, as a Black woman, as one who value the life of Black men, Black boys, 
But what we found was Black Lives Matter became a trend as time went along and the world became more embracive of Black life as we entered into the era of George Floyd. And we had a real peak of, of folks bringing their authentic selves. And now the peak, you know, a couple years later and past the conviction, uh, things are kind of simmering down. And one might ask, can I still bring my whole Black authentic self? And the answer is yes. Being true to who you are isn't a trend. It isn't a fad. It doesn't come and go. And if you find yourself around people who are not embracive, supportive, empathetic, or understanding to the things that you value, you have to question those relationships. And yes, even those employers. Value systems are so important. And as you go about your day and you think about what matters most, does your authenticity matter to you? Does being able to keep it as close to 100, if not 90, matter to you? The answer should be yes. And if it's not yes, do some soul searching to find out what that is. Being your authentic self is freeing, it's rewarding, and it's liberating. But we have to know our worth and we have to know the things that we value the most. And that's choosing us. Choose yourself. And don't be sorry about it. So one of the albums that I'm currently listening to and dissecting and no, I, I don't like all the language in the album, but generally speaking, the subjects that Kendrick Lamar covers in his most recent album that, that dropped, um, I think maybe a month ago or a couple weeks ago, Mr. Moral and the Big Steppers. He has several songs on the album that make you think about your thoughts, your past, your influences, your mindset, your mental state, traumas, relationships, all of those things. And so I'm spending some time dissecting what that means. And one of the tracks that I've been listening to as of late that I really enjoy is Mirror. You know, as I think about my own authentic self, 
raising that mirror up to myself and saying, Patrice, are you being true to who you are? Does it really matter what other people think, say, or not say? And the answer for me is overwhelmingly, which can come across as arrogance, but it's not. It's simply that I choose me. I choose, I decide, I create the rules. I have my own playbook with who matters and who I value in my life because
I choose me. to give a non-profit personal gain of my pain is nonsense darling my demons is off the leash for a mosh pit baby i just had a baby you know she need me working on myself and counseling is not easy don't you point a finger just to point a finger cause critical thinking is a deal breaker faith in one man is a ship sinking do yourself a favor and get a mirror that mirror grievance then point it at me so the reflection can mirror freedom she told me that she need me the most i didn't believe her she even called me names on the post the world can see it jokes and gaslighting mad at me Cause she didn't get my vote She say I'm trifling Disregarding the way that I cope with my own vices Maybe it's time to break it off Run away from the culture to follow my heart
Chill.